Goodness greetings, Snoop and Keith, sweat, a double dose of this triple threat. Yeah, Moet, white star in the glass, here's a toast to the food that let you slip through with no pass. All access, you can jump in the test, when we through parlaying, you dig what I'm saying? You look good girl, but you look better if you was with me. Get in when you fit in, let's do this VIP. Look at this shorty, you really got it going on. I like the way you move, yes. big girl, when the DJ plays this song. You're looking real good to me. Good to me. Sitting in a VIP. We gotta, we gotta let the you chorus come in. Me. And we're gonna yeah. talk to you. Chris Bell blowing. Body still going. Now people's everywhere. But I still have to stop and stare. Cause you're looking real good to me. So good. Sitting in a VIP. You really need to get with me yes. Oh yeah, So come on, be with me You're This is so fucking funny Is because So like uh, I went to go kick it with my dad On uh, on Friday He was like We ain't gone out and got food And like drinks in a while We ain't going to kick it And da 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 I'll play Keep playing Keep playing man Relax and set and tone So We go out Good good evening So there's other stuff to pro- I'm gonna circle back around Cause he was He was in his back We were <laughs> But on the way home He's He likes having like I feel like he's in his like Uh Every like era he has like his dad moment Like oh we can do stuff like this dad and something So he's like so, you know, he's in his I take out the fast car on the weekend bag So he's like you know I take out the beamer And he's like you know you could drive it home So we're driving and he's playing this And he's also like very like This is his bag this is his era Like when Tupac and Snoop and him In that like 80s 90s run That's his shit Like for So he was singing this And when I say Windows down at the top of his lungs The song says ladies and gentlemen you know, it's come on. Hey, wait, wait, I got this. He kept come on, get with tea. I don't know why that shit broke me the fuck down. That shit had me in shambles. And I mean, come on, get with tea. I got what you need. He was out there advertising. Yeah, the windows down? I, for sure. And and had the nerve to act like I was a punk. We would hit the freeway, and you know, got good to me. He was like, I was waiting for you to open this bitch. I was like, okay, bro. Like, okay, like give me a minute. Any other time, just like drive kindly. But he had a little. He was in his we having homies moment. He was like, oh no, he's like fucking slim. We finna be like, all right, cool. I don't know what the fuck they had at the bar, but make him that shit every time. We was outside. <laughs> Yeah, that's where I'm at in my life. Yeah, fuck you, niggas. Me and my dad, we was outside. Newly single. Yes, actually, that's what it was too. It was, it was a, it was a good little, you know, date thing. And then, then it was like, it was one of those. All right, man, I need your, I need your two cents. Did I do it okay? Or was it? And I was like, you know, this was just the connection wasn't there. And I, uh, I applaud how good you are at. That nigga pulled a plug. Sometimes he pulls the plug a little, you know, it's a little bolt. But this time I was like, no, you know what? You know, you got it, champ. This was, <laughs> I agree. I support this. You're right. You make sense. And so, yeah, that was, 
That was my Friday. That was your Friday. That was your weekend. <laughs> Come on, get with me. Oh man, I've I've been playing that shit for th- for two days. But only on the fifteenth. Yes. <laughs> yep. I got what you need on the fifteenth. I got what you need. Maybe something on the thirteenth, but don't. don't. <laughs> I knew he was gonna shit was fucking up. <laughs> this has been consistent for years. You know exactly what the fuck you pulled up for. When you get an episode no around this time of the year, yeah. And y'all good, man? Because actually, this is like the first year where we haven't just landed on the holidays themselves. Because yo, we used to just and normally we'd be on the actual holiday. Yeah, we've been. We was really knocking some shit over. But no, we'll get that way. That'll be next week. Yeah, that'll be next week. But yeah, no. Don't call on the fourteenth. That was man. That was some of the funny shit. He was like I said. He was out there advertising. Especially he wanted the windows down. He wanted the people to know. Especially all the know my dad. Like it just put the visual together. It's funny as hell. That's funny. What was the outfit? Explain to me the outfit. Oh, that was another thing too. So the outfit, because obviously, like we're coming up on Super Bowl time, right? And you know, big football fan he is. He's a so and just before and a whole lot of family. In Kansas City, like as as it is right now, so bro was out there had his had his the, the flamed up. No, nah, he had the white one. It was it's clean too. He gets such prime premium fucking sports memorabilia. He's got more Gremlin shit as the person who graduated from there. Loaded. He got Gremlin shit. Went and bagged him a couple Texas Southern shirts. He got everything. If you went somewhere and dog fuck with you and he don't have your gear, he don't fuck with you because. All the gear So And here's where like You know uh, We're in the We're up at the bar Talking Eating And having a little Football discourse And the dudes next to us I heard these like Two drunk white words Like so what are you Thinking about And I was like This is not The nigga to debate with <laughs> But it went chill It went chill It went Well the funnier The funnier Interaction that night Was like Nigga almost lost his wife And he wasn't trying that's another thing, like figuring out, like seeing glimpses or knowing, like your parents was like them niggas in the air because he wasn't even trying. It was this couple that sat next to us, and something as simple as dude walked in and said, uh, and like his wife was sitting there getting their shit together, and he just pulled out her chair and he said something like, uh, you know, I guess since he's not going, and she was like, you better tell him, and I was like, the tone in her voice. I was like, maybe they have issues at home, and this is like a cool date night. And it was just casual, and I watched him. I watched him go, and this is this is a growth moment. This is not this is in my mind. This is an extreme growth moment for my dad because I'm watching him. We're talking. He's watching the game, and it's moments where they talk, and it's almost like he caught himself. Like, let me not keep talking to her because I could do it. <laughs> I could fucking like I know, and I'm looking. I'm like I noticed. I'm seeing her cut her eyes and laughing. I'm like, it's too many fucking teeth. You didn't even say a joke that good. Your husband's on the other side. Ma'am, get your fucking home in order. It's dangerous out there. I don't know. I don't know where what the premise of that what that the point is, but it's just keep your fucking home in order. Are they cool with it? Maybe they was. You know what? Maybe they. Maybe. We gotta gotta be more inclusive now because you know. It was bad on all fronts, because it was just uh, ten times out of ten. Unless that man on the other side also, like, was a trained assassin. I was like, there's not even a scenario if he was like, stop talking to my wife. It would have been like, damn. Because, you know, he's a a, a, a kind soul, God-fearing man, but he's also still him. 
And it just, in my mind, the scenarios that went through my brain, I was like, God, I hope this is just, and it went just how it went, because Lord answers prayers. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's just, I really hope this lady stops smiling as much. <laughs> I hope the guy on the other side is the chill. But then he charmed them both, which was fucking also trippy, because that nigga was laughing. But now I'm like, is he laughing? Because it's funnier, is he laughing because he realized he ain't got no other choice, my nigga, but to enjoy, because better make it kind. <laughs> it was a lot. It's tough out here, man. Stick with that for a second. So, like, I'm sure you have the same ability of recognizing if you had the chance to slide in on somebody else's territory. Yeah. Right? I've had certain situations as well where I noticed I probably could if I really wanted to. I just don't care. Mm -hmm. But I also recognize I've had a couple moments where I've been nice to both of them or the entire group. Mm Mm-hmm. And especially in that type of setting, I'm assuming like sports barish. Yeah. I can get some wings out of this if I'm nicer to the dude more so than the girl. Yeah. I'd rather be cool with the dude because he's going to buy. Hey, man, you know what? Mm-hmm. Hey, this, this on me. Thank mm-hmm. you. What the, the best that she could possibly do is want to exchange information on the low and try and creep. But he he's going to be a better friend to me in for this sure. situation. So should I always take the opportunity for her if I see that it's open or is it better to take the opportunity to make a friend? I think I actually had that transition like somewhere in the, in like the college, early twenties. Cause I had situations like there. I was like, Oh yeah, the group is going good. We're laughing. Now everybody's laughing. This actually a cool nigga. Girl, fuck you. Like, and he's, I'm going to buy these guys fucking drinks. And absolutely the way I'm describing it guys is absolutely was a white individual at that in this particular story. And that's where that fucking thing first dawned on me. I was like, oh, shit. You're a cool nigga. You're an asshole. Why the fuck are you talking to me? This is a nice guy, bitch. Come on, fucking uh, Tanner. Fucking turn today, Now, bro. that would make me think that, like, more times than not, even if the relationship isn't going the greatest, it's probably not his fault as much as they say it's normally his fault. I mean, I'm biased. Like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, never, I'm never here to just say that, like, you know, get anybody a free pass, but... Not to say that stories don't exist where it's just fucking heinous, uh, Tyler Perry level villain nigga, but most of you motherfuckers talking. And I'm not, and I'm not saying this is like a proud thing. I'm just saying that I know of a number of situations where it's like that's a great nigga, and then you know she come, you know she washing herself off in the sink, and going back to dog. And I'm just saying it's not always him. That's where I'm headed with that. It's just it's not always him. I can't say, you know, what the percentage is. You got to maybe, maybe I'll give some of y'all the ground that, you know, it's case by case scenario, maybe. But uh, it ain't always, dog. I'm going to tell you that right the fuck now. I mean, just being unbiased, yeah. There's, there's, There's some tomfoolery on both sides. But we do have to have that conversation a little bit more often. Like, hey... A lot of times she just doing what the fuck she feel like doing and it don't have nothing. She's like, you're looking for a reason to find something wrong in the relationship to justify you doing the fuck shit that you already wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that goes into like, you know, all the, what's my favorite words, guys. You can get into some nuance and the complexities of certain situations or relationships to where like, you know, um, what's, 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 what's one of the stupid ones? You know, a man's job or a woman's job, and like where those templates come from, like, yeah, like those is all like a lot of that shit be bullshit. Like I saw, I don't know, I saw something. 
I just be trying to in my mind. I be thinking I'm trying to to dodge this conversation and never do. But I saw something that I said well, I had the provision providery thing to it, and um, that conversation just always ends up goofy. Like it just what what you know where you get them standards from, and if you kind of get back in like this some understanding of it, you be you probably look like a jackass. To be a little. A little therapeutic and a little inflammatory at the same time. Lovely, man. That's the space to be in. Like Charles told fucking Magneto, man. <laughs> Serenity and fucking anger. Right in that fucking sweet spot. <laughs> well, like, if, if you really, if a lot of us really dug deep to see where we get some of these morals from and actually challenge them, you might not like your parents and grandparents as much. You might you might dive deep enough to see some of the shit that you've been conditioned to think is how things are supposed to go, and you might look back, like say women, go back and look at your mama and be like, "Bitch, shut up! <laughs> you done told me some goofy shit." Or you go to your dad, like say say for instance, hypothetically. Oh yeah, that's good. Your father is Steve Harvey. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you being yourself and what you've explored. How would you go back and approach your father after all things he's taught you and told you about how relationships are supposed to go, but now you have arrived at the perspective that you have now? How how would that conversation <clears throat> go with you and said father figure? I feel like low key if you're with a uh, if you have like a if Steve is running a hundred percent with the sentiments that he's preached out and about. That probably is a, is a conversation that y'all just don't have. You know, love you, Dad. But, like, because to have that is just to bump heads. Because I don't even think that, like, at this point, I'm in a space where it's like, I'm looking at it from a different angle. We are in opposition. <laughs> like, we are on two opposite sides. Is me. Uh, and in my mind, y'all are orcs trying to fucking run down. And I'm Gandalf. And, and it's dawn is hit and I'm coming here to fuck shit up because you're wrong. So I feel like that's a conversation. If him is my like being my dad, it's, you know, it's a conversation you probably just don't have that much. Um, or it turns into just, uh, you know, causing problems at the fucking Thanksgiving table whenever whatever I'm doing gets in the way of what he said. I mean, like, I've, I've had this conversation a lot in in therapy, not not completely in regards to the standards of relationships that you adopt, but just in general, having people trace back where certain perspectives or behaviors or responses come from, and they realize that it comes from their household as a kid and maybe even them just adopting and doing the same behaviors that their parents displayed in the household. Oh, for sure. Like them just realizing, like, like, I have to go back and have a different conversation with my parents now. You've been avoiding it because you kind of had an idea about it, but now you know for sure that this comes from childhood, whether it was mirrored for you or instilled into you. And now you got to go back and not just address it, but also some of that shit still gets thrown onto me as an adult, and I got to start drawing boundaries and say, hey, I didn't didn't ask you all that, one. And two, as you said, you are wrong. That shit does not apply here. It didn't work for your shit, but like, Having to go back and have that conversation, a lot of it's not easy for a lot of people to be able to have those conversations with their parents to let them know the shit you told me don't work. I think sometimes like, um, it kind of feels like that religion conversation where mm-hmm. you know if you have 
uh, you know, a a set of principles or standards or whatever words you want to use to qualify these things. And these are the things that you base your identity or part of your identity on. So it's, it's not simply you saying this shit is wrong. You are now saying like the way I look at the world is wrong. You're saying I'm wrong. How Mm -hmm. I identify is wrong. My part of my being is wrong. And motherfuckers is fighting whole different fights when they had these conversations. Um, as opposed to just like, oh, I could look at this differently and go about my life differently. It's like, well, if I've done this differently, if I've done this wrong this way, then maybe you got to look at, and you do. Like, that's par for the course, nigga. Like, you don't got to fucking live your life there, but you can look at your marriage that went wrong or this was the one that got away. Or if y'all walking through life thinking, you know, there's a, I think it was a, I think it was a Duval post who said, like, you know, ask a woman if there was like one that got away, if she has one of those. And like, a lot of them say they don't. To, you can say that if you never have to adjust what you consider your standards or principles of relationship. Mm-hmm. If you adjust those and go, man, this was really wrong, then you might have to think back about, you know, five or six years ago. That was really a great motherfucker, and maybe you fucked it up. You don't got to fucking, you know, jump off the ledge about it. Like, you just move forward, you know, do better. I don't know if you double back on that person. That's a personal thing, and that's a I'm getting to too many specifics, but... Yeah, I mean, I heard that. I can't remember exactly who I heard say it. Uh, it's two people that come to mind, but I don't know which one it was. One guy, he was, he made money out being like a, a, a dating guru and all that other stuff for, mm. for some time, and then he transitioned into other stuff. But he was sharing how, you know, a lot of the stuff he was sharing on his blogs was really unhealthy bullshit, and then he matured and got older. And oh, I wish I kept that fucking page. Yeah talking about that and then another one she worked for hinge and she was kind of sharing some issues within dating that people kind of put into the space and don't really recognize but from one of those they were talking about how like the person that's probably the best match for you is somebody you've probably already come across but both of you at that time either one of you was just not in the right space or both of you were not in the right space and didn't know how to have the conversations to keep it going. But it's like we always are looking for the next person, the next person to be the best person, a new person, and all this other stuff. Mm. And you're just going to keep adding on to the number, but more times than not, it's somebody that could have been more compatible for you had you understood how to have that conversation with them better. They would be the one that you could probably stick with a little bit longer. Now, granted, I have a bias because I don't believe in the one, but I understand the premise of it, of like, yeah, some of the people that you've dealt with in the past, you probably could have had a way better interaction if both of you had better communication and better expectations, better standards, better boundaries, better all of that. But you guys got the version of each other that you got, and you could probably double back now after some time has passed and be better off. Yeah, I want to say I feel like I saw something like that. I might have sent it to you. I don't remember. Because it was that, and then there was another one that I know I have saved somewhere, and I got to go back and find it. Clearly, I'm not going to find it now, but I'm going to find it at some point. And it was, um, I like finding like a, it was, it was, it's a black woman. She's in the space. She's, I forget what her specific um, speciality is as far as like therapy, but it was her doing my usual thing about like how we look at and view and present mental health is not healthy at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's uh you know, it's in the ballpark of, like, toxic positivity where it doesn't make people have to really reflect. Yeah. And it's just always funny, I think, sometimes, like, or 
<clears throat> funny and then reaffirming to see people that are like in the space go, yeah, I don't know what the fuck people are talking about, but there's a good chunk of this where you, <clears throat> it's going to feel like you got kicked in the balls. Like everybody, if everybody feel good, like none of this shit is really working. Like right. there is a quite a, quite a big portion of this, whatever your journey is, if it's your journey to, I don't know, man, fix your relationship with your parents, get over some bad uh, self-image issues, love issues, relationship with your kids, um, you know, anxiety, whatever the fuck. All of it, there's a portion of this fucking bag where you do that. Like, the reflecting piece, some of that be whooping ass. And I just I just need motherfuckers to, like, reflect and understand that shit. Because, like, everybody just be like, you know, I reflected. And I was like, whoosh. No, nah, nigga, sometimes you need to reflect. And then you be like, <gasps> No, <laughs> oh, you just got done reflecting, huh? Just got done feel. Yeah, you want some water? Yeah, cause fuck, take a seat. No, no, that's cool. I, I know exactly. I'd be feeling like maybe not everybody. Probably you motherfuckers be like, I just came out the other side. Whoosh, nah, nigga, you should come out the other side, and your your sword should be broken half. Your armor should be hanging off your ass, and be like, oof. <sighs> Shut the fuck up. Shut up. But I think that's because so many people have a different understanding of what processing actually is. Because yeah. some people like, some people think that processing is just you acknowledging the thing. That doesn't mean that you've adapted, doesn't mean you've applied some sort of change. It's just a part of your awareness now, which is cool, but awareness doesn't create the change. That sounds like, I mean, it. I, I love having like a good little gym analogy. Like, would you just say, motherfuckers, just be going there, walking in, looking at the weight, be like, "I'm aware that that is really heavy." Right? Now, come on, we gotta pick this bitch up, though. Excuse me? No, no, no. I'm aware. I've reflected. Nah, we gotta pick this hoe up now. And repeatedly. That was, yeah, that was your fault. I didn't tell you to come in here with hard bottom shoes on. Whatever you got on, we gonna fucking today is the day. Going <laughs> to the gym dressed like YG is nuts. Yes. <laughs> No, I'm not gonna lie. I be I used to joke, but sometimes I be feeling like them motherfuckers have a life. They going through some shit that I'm just not prepared for. When I see niggas in there in jeans and just some regular stuff, them and like firefighters, because firefighters being there in the shit that they go fight fires in, and I'm like, all right, that's a real nigga. That's that's different. You're on shift. Yeah. And you probably are parked they somewhere. They for sure. Them niggas is for sure on shift. Just- yeah, you on shift, and you probably couldn't get a decent workout in at. The station, so you or I've seen them where they like for their lunch break or whatever part mm-hmm. of the day. Um, That's usually all just them. come to the fire. I mean, they all come to the gym from the fire station collectively, and they all work out together or whatever. And it's like four or five of them, and they mm-hmm. leave and do what they got to do unless they get a call. Um, but them are the only people. <laughs> I try not to judge. <laughs> I try not to judge. Because uh, it's like, I've seen people that come in and work out. Like, there's one dude I've seen at the gym. And he was always in some jorts and a t-shirt. And I want to say it may always be the same one. It may look the same jorts for sure. I don't know if it's always the same shirt. But I also think I've like heard him kind of talk on the phone and he's like speaking in another language. Like, oh, mm-hmm. he, he may be... He may not be from here and may not be completely acclimated into like you can come to the gym and something else. He's still trying to figure it out. And I've seen him a couple of times like look at the machines and try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And he's just trying to start his journey, I guess.
that. So it's like, I, I have empathy for that. Or the older people where... They don't give a fuck. They, and it's not even that they don't give a fuck, but they come from a time where everything you did was in some sort of what we consider now dress clothes. That's a valid point. Like, even the bodybuilders back in, what, the 1920s and 30s and 40s, they would pose for some of their pictures either in the, the, the trunks or it'd be some fucking dress pants and a belt. Why? Because that's what the fuck we work out in. Because that's what we wear. There is no fucking jeans for real. It's 41. And <laughs> yeah. and also, they was doing some nuts shit La- back then, but it was working. Lawrence McGillicuddy. Heavyweight. <laughs> Here demonstrating. <laughs> These are just squats. <laughs> the overhead press. Never done before. 220 pounds. World record. All the dumbbells was just exactly the same. That bar with the big old bowl. <laughs> The fucking curly mustache. Curly mustache. (laughs) Your diet consists of steak and eggs. No, my grandma used to. My grandma used to say that shit like um, back when she was in school. Like, and it was like she said it so matter of fact that I was like, this was really the meal. She was like, the football team would come in or anybody had to had to fucking pick up shit, and it was just fucking steaks like on demand eggs. And like I don't fucking know, like potatoes, and it was just like it was like they ate steak all day. It was in better shape than us, so something yeah. they was doing something right. Cause you take that vegans. <laughs> I, 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 will, I, I am almost convinced <sighs> that the vegan diet creates mental and emotional instability in people. Oh shit. Like if you do a hey, do a journal, let's fucking flip it. Just, I, just, I've just had enough experiences, say in yes. the last two or so years, on both sides of how people were vegan and they've been vegan for a while, and at some point their their fucking emotions just ain't there. And people that were vegan, and I start, I'm not converting them to eating meat, but I'm showing them like how eating meat isn't a bad thing. You don't have to overconsume it, but even if you eat it once a week or some shit. And just having them start eating meat more regularly, and they're like, "God, my my brain fog is gone. My body feels healthy." You don't say. You you don't say because you're eating a well balanced diet of actually eating a little bit of everything you need to eat. But I I swear, anybody that's been a vegan longer than a year, their their mind and emotions just are not. <laughs> V- yeah, vegan wars. Yeah, I, yeah. Hey, say what you want. I don't really care. It's it's deficient. It's just like if you're sun deficient, you're gonna fucking your mood is gonna be fucking off, right? I like if you're water shit. deficient, your shit's not gonna function properly. There's nutrients in meat that your body fucking needs that you just can't get from being vegan. I'm just, I'm sorry. Hey, you can be plant-based. Today. Right. Yeah. Plant-based I can rock with. Because plant-based is like I eat predominantly fruits and vegetables, but I may throw some fish in there every once in a while. It's like, cool. You're not completely demonizing meat and you'll eat some of it sometimes. Cool. Whatever works for you. Everybody's body is different. So not everybody needs to eat the same amount of meats. But... You can't tell me that you chicken with a K and no C. It's like fried I, oyster mushroom eating ass. You can't look, tell me you're a hundred percent emotionally stable. It's just not. I, I 
I'm just not into it. I don't even have no deep no, things, but no, I've, I've, I've given my, I've given, I've supported, I've gone and supported uh, black owned, veggie, vegan, this and that, and it's just like, yeah, you. I eat it every once I in a while. I support y'all. I'm cool with it. I'm not. Granted, I'm always gonna have fruits and vegetables and all that other stuff. No issue there, as you should. Eat your fruits, eat your vegetables, drink your water, but also eat some fucking steak every once in a while. Just you know, get you some jerky. Yeah, I'm good. I think I'm doing pretty well. I'm. I'm actually. I didn't lost three pounds in the past week or two. So, and I. I got it. And fast. Don't let. Don't let me get down and strip away. It's over for y'all. Oh, I mean, it's, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna do it. I, we'll work on that. We can. We can work on that. Because I definitely. I've already started cutting down some. Some body fat here and there. As well. yeah, I, like I don't know. My sister and my mom just woke up this year on like deep on like just fucking not. I'm gonna say that then. Monster time, y'all done demon time and some you don't other shit. Associate your mom with demon time? Just not in association with me. There, like, you know, I got I got here some sort of fucking way. Absolutely. I don't want to sit on this topic too long, but like, <laughs> I got here some type of way, and I know exactly the type of fucking individual my father is. So like, you know, fucking life happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we gonna, we not gonna talk about it. But I know who the, I know who the fuck he is. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, they just like issued out like a, a challenge, just be like, yeah, by uh I think we got between like now and like July just to see who can I wanna say I think the goal is twenty five. So I'm like, fuck it, man. I'm like, yeah, let me get out here and uh win this win this prize. Yeah, man. shit. Yeah. Don't don't threaten me with a challenge. I'm in here, I'm in here already. Let me just go ahead and adjust this dad and see what happened to it. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> I'm good. I shouldn't, but I am. Fuck it. When it comes to your parents <laughs> and sex, what are some of the most uncomfortable experiences that you've had? Um, from it's mostly my dad. Like my mom is just like, like I just associate because like what he like what he'll do is like the other night like when we're having like like our like. Son, father, son time And like, you know, man talk He'll start like having his like reminiscing moments And it'll be like, oh man, I remember when you was this age And proud of this And he'll, and, he, and I'm so glad that like Chardon, like my sister grew, is like a, Is an adult Because it used to just be me taking these fucking blows to the head Left and right, you know, just defending Everybody's mental health It was one time she was out like the one of the first times She was like, we were all out in the backyard Drinking and he started discussing like he started discussing like the energy he was on when we were conceived. <laughs> he was like, "When I made, he was like, when I made you, I must have been on." And I was like, "Yo, nigga, yo!" But it was worth it because Jared's face was like <laughs> traumatized. Oh man, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's cool. The trauma okay when we can split, when we can share. It. Like you know, it's hey, welcome to the club. Yeah, buddy. man, yeah. yeah now we can show? share. We can spread this fucking yeah. You get some. I'm gonna give us some. Yeah, you want some more? Oh uh, yeah. More. And then like you know, like uh, you know, he's in the dating space now. You know, he's so I get I get like tidbits of like yeah, you know, it didn't work out because. Da, 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 da. And I was like, "Oh, you're such a nice lady." <laughs> she was, she was nicer than I thought, but that's not nice enough, you know. Like, <laughs> hey, you know what? I just thought about that too. Um, 
in regards to like the dating space and like goofy shit that is carried out generationally. So, you know, I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not gonna try to tell the man's entire business, but he's, uh, I, I, I am proud. Yeah, he is, he has done well for himself. You know, the father's, you know, 60, 60 plus year old black man. You know, 60 plus year old black man, you are aware of the story and the, you know, obstacles niggas face. So it's done really well. You know, the degrees, the career, the da 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 da. So you know, you out dating and in his head, at his big age, he's looking at other women at their big ages like, what the fuck? So, short story, and I'm not even like a fan of like necessarily testing one or whatever, but it is always hilarious because I'd be sitting there thinking like, you know. They get the conversation about men Like men don't do that And like y'all gotta stop thinking niggas is goofies And not evaluating y'all at the same rate Or on a scale Comparable to how y'all think y'all Grade us So like they're out and about To hang with him and to engage with him at For a certain amount of time You're aware of However he may rate on your like Great catch scale They're out And I think they went somewhere like Just some bullshit like You know some appetizers and, and drinks This particular evening or whatever Or Afternoon, whatever they was out, and he just said he kind of threw it out there. He's like, "Oh, hey, you know, you mind if uh, you can grab this one this time?" And I don't do that. And he was like, "Boom, all right, all right." <laughs> and then I think like maybe like they continued to sit there, and then like it was one more ask. He was like, "Oh, you do you you think I don't know how the?" And it was just like sternly like I don't do that. Then <laughs> like. And I be thinking I'm forward And then like he'll show me like You have their levels to this fucking Jedi Master He was like I just want you to know I think they ended up going uh, He came back to the house She had driven her driven herself to his house And they're hanging out And she's doing the whole spiel I think this And he's just like I just want you to know I think you're a very nice person But there's nothing more that's gonna go on here And I was like that is Alright man and he was like, and his his whole specification was um, the same thing that we'd be saying. He's like, it has, he's like, I clearly in no fucking way at all need any assistance in that regard. But he's like, the character around a person that couldn't do that small a task, what would you do for the rest in, in my life? Like, you know, even though we're on the, you know, we're older on the back end, but he's like, the principle still stands. He's like, it doesn't make any sense. So I just always I'm like, ah, man, I'd be thinking I'm crazy. And he's like, no, he's like, that's dumb. He goes, why would you do all this work in your life to become this whatever perfect version of yourself to then grab a motherfucker who cannot assist you in this journey? Logic. He's like, lay it out logically, bro. He's like, if you've done this, this, you went, you did, you you know, all all the millennial journeys. Right. You know, we all went, we went to school and then the economy and everybody up there on Capitol Hill said, hey, by the way, fuck you guys to survive. You got to do some other shit. So now we're all entrepreneurs. We're all getting second degrees, whatever the fuck you're doing. And in your brain, logically, I'm supposed to show up and be like, you give me all your shit. <laughs> and then you can sit here and what the fuck you. <laughs> Now I kind of had this thought This past week Right Because I understand We talk a lot about the expectations placed on us But we also talk about the side of how we got to value ourselves More kind of what what Pops has demonstrated 
an epic fashion. Right. And salute to salute to you for finally understanding your worth and moving as such. No argument here, black man. Good job, senior. With that, I also had the thought of like, I think most men, most good men have to have a little bit of, in my mind, I said, Captain Save them in there. Yeah. Not to the aspect of you're saving somebody that's unsavory and is a liability, but you want to be able to provide something to this person feeling more stable and <clears throat> secure and becoming better and improved and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But to be a really great man, you understand the opposite end of holding her accountable to doing the same for you. If you're not, you think you're a good man because you, a Captain, say you're willing to save any and everybody, but you're not willing to advocate for something for yourself. That's one extreme of you just being imbalanced. Or if you're not willing to do anything for them at all, that's another imbalance. But the main balance is I, I am willing to and want to do something to help build and better you. But I'm also going to hold you accountable to doing the same for me. And it's not going to be the stereotypical silly shit that you think it is. It ain't going to be feeding me and sucking my dick. It's going to be more than that. And I want to see if you're able to do so. Yeah. But how does one get to a point of reaching that before 60? Because, like, I would want to know. And you could, you know, you could probably ask him and report back. But, like, what was your mindset towards this stuff when you was my age? Like, when you was in your 30s. Granted, he was with mom, so that's a little different. But when you was, when you was in your 30s, how did you approach this? Would you be willing to have that same interaction with a woman of, like, hey, can you handle this and see how she responds and be willing to say, nope? To, from, from my recollection, um, not telling nobody's business or telling, I would say telling a story that's not mine to tell. Mm-hmm. I was there, but it's not my story to tell. Right. I've had that. That's one of my favorite conversations or like little um, entry level discussions to have with like anybody that I'm dating or talking to. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you always end up having these stupid ass, uh, what was that nigga name? These stupid Justin LeBoy uh, relationship <laughs> shits. And especially it's two things. It's that. And then when somebody says like, you know, you've, I've low-key, like, probably, maybe not stop saying it, but I'm debating over whether I'm going to keep saying it about, like, you're in school or you're in mental health. Because then everybody think they're a fucking armchair therapist because they listen, they they watch Spiritual World or whatever the fuck. So, anyways, um, with them, the there were other things that, because my parents are divorced, so there was other things that, you know, made that just rocky as far as, like, uh, it's just no traumas in there. Um... But the financial thing and economic thing was never something that was an issue of theirs. That was one thing that they both were like, this motherfucker here, get to it. Like, and we have a a good synergy about like, I can do this. I can cover that. I want to say that like, if I'm ballparking, and I feel like I've said this before, like, um, it was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm holding down mortgage and this over here and you can grab the bills and the this, that, and the third and whatever, or, and making it so, even if like, I think my mom, I think might have the better 
or I don't know who was the better organizer because I think he might have been the better organizer of money. But either way, they had a good synergy. And it was like, you know, understanding that you can do this and we can afford this and I can do this. And so they were very matchy-matchy on that fucking, on that front. So that's never been anything that, from what I can tell, like that that was like a problem of his. He's never been somebody who was like um, bad with the concept of I want somebody who's my equal and my partner. A lot of it came in if I'm trying to sprinkle around it of just like, you know, they were a generation that was more closer to say like our grandparents and them. So they, I would say them both kind of working through shaking off some of that shit without always some of the rhetoric that we have. I I'm fortunate enough to have their experiences, but I can go read up on like mental health or generational traumas. Like we all say, or, uh, you know, like the experiences of people in the past, and I just look at it as tradition is how we're supposed to run it. So some of them was, some of their things, I would say, was them being new age motherfuckers and like battling with old age thoughts that they just mm-hmm. really didn't agree with and just didn't know how to figure out. Right. So uh, uh, that was a long way around to say, like some of this shit he's had. He, he's been Hemothy for a long time in certain aspects. Right. I mean, and yeah, I can understand for their generation and, and part parts of mine, um, having to battle with that internal conditioning <clears throat> with a new enlightenment. Mm-hmm. And, and kind of what I said before, as far as doubling back to certain people, you just may come across people and in your own personal journey, the shit that you're learning or challenging within yourself, they kind of get caught in the crossfire, yeah. so to speak. Um, I think that's way more common than normal. I think a lot of people just don't realize it or don't have the empathy for each other to recognize like, oh, you're transitioning in this way. And I should be more accepting of that because you're trying to figure this shit out and you don't know what the fuck you talking about. Yeah. And I think that also if I'm using just riding this conditioning wave is that we look at love as like, like, you know, I don't know how motherfuckers say like look at time or anything else. Like it's this easy linear thing. And, like, it's not something that can say, like, oh, me and this person were really, really fire burning. We were, you know, what's that shit? Sweethearts like a motherfucker in college. And then life started lifing. And we needed these moments apart to figure some shit out. And now you might be in a space like, hey, you know, we have whatever age, 30-something, latter 20s, maybe you motherfuckers are 40 or whatever. And now you've figured out, oh, now we're in alignment more than we were back in the day. But I might have needed, and then, you know. Not to sound shitty to y'all, but you know some of y'all are learning people. Not that you know, not that you don't deserve love, but this situation it's is for you. For that. Yeah, this yeah. situation is sent for you to learn something about yourself or about relationships or about this, or you know, what's that? Uh, <clears throat> to try to make. <laughs> not fuck that. The teleportation is whack. But um, you know that eighty twenty shit that niggas love. Like you might have needed to experience. You don't learn that rule or that lesson unless you go experience the twenty. Yeah. Now, however you fuck up, the, now, however you sh- shit the bed, experiencing that 20 is different. I'm not telling nobody to go back to disrespect, but you might have needed that moment to be like, oh, shit. I now am mature enough to realize that, oh, this is what was important or this was whatever. Or fuck or fuck 80 and 20. I had a real full 100. I just thought that, I don't fucking know. I thought I wanted a Lamborghini and really I'm a truck nigga. I love driving this fucking truck. I hate this sports car. I've been, everybody been saying this is the car to get. I despise sitting in this fucking thing. I don't like, I think it looks good. I appreciate that it's fast, but I'm a truck nigga. I love going off road in this bitch. That's my favorite fucking thing to do. Right. Can't wait to trade this bitch back in. I hate it. For this point in time in my life. Yeah. I may have had a certain point. I mean, that's, that's <clears> like the, uh, that makes me think of 
<laughs> like Adam Sandler movies mm-hmm. where he talks about there's always him or some character that just had the fucking Camaro Firebird-esque type car with the rock music and you were just so cool in the 80s and now it's like that's lame as fuck. Yep. Like you've transitioned past that. This was cool for that period of time but it's not acceptable now and I've learned and understood that. So some of you guys are, yes, you're the, you're the souped up Camaro slash Firebird. You got all the bells and whistles and there's great performance but you're corny for my lifestyle right now. And I have to be able to release you and let you go because you don't fit here the way that I need you to fit anymore. Yeah. But that's a tough conversation to have with yourself, let alone with other people, especially if you're having a conversation to say, I am said Camaro or Firebird and I got all the bells and whistles, but I, I'm really not fitting the times right now. I'm not fitting what's necessary for the type of life I'm trying to live or people I come in contact with, I'm just not suitable for them. And I got to take some time away to get my shit together. Yeah. I think those sometimes are maybe like the tougher conversations people have like the, what's that shit? Like the, the, that sounds like the we're growing apart type things as opposed to it's much easier. Like motherfuckers be losing that shit on the internet, but it's much easier to go. This motherfucker, you know, I walked in, you know, you a Quan Mills, but this motherfucker was fucking my granny. Like you can get rid of that person. They're terrible. They're evil person. And, Whatever, but the idea that, like, man, this shit is just not linking how it used to. And some of that, yes, obviously, take your ass to counseling. You can figure it out. But some of that may just be, like, <clears throat> y'all have learned the lesson that y'all was supposed to teach each other at this, at this point. Yeah. And this may be the time to kind of go ahead and figure it out. Right. And that don't mean you got to go fuck on somebody else. That literally just means, like, I don't necessarily need to be with you right now. This right. might be, what's that shit that y'all be saying when y'all be romanticizing it? This is my, uh... You know, whatever you're like, my me, my loving myself phase, man. Oh, this, I, I've only, seen a lot of that. Yeah, that's now. This is February. Yeah. You should spend more time with yourself, and not to say that that's not important or true that you should do those things, but not I hate. Off. I still hate the red pill niggas, but that's where sometimes we're like those like fucking Batman memes are almost more relatable because this might be a space of like there was a, something I saw where it was a space, it was a conversation between the difference between. Loneliness and solitude And like loneliness is sad as fuck I think it was the Jay Shetty dude That said some shit like that mm. And it was like Loneliness is obviously this fuck And I think that's what people Like run from And loneliness sucks Loneliness is not necessarily Where you learn the best Or whatever But solitude is not a bad thing no. But solitude isn't necessarily sexy Like solitude is like Fuck man I'm Loneliness is a state of being I yeah. think that's the The tricky part That a lot of people Don't understand Just like I mentioned earlier Awareness is not the same As a an actual understanding and change. Yeah, no. Like, being lonely has really absolutely nothing to do with proximity to other people. You can be in a room full of people and, and still be lonely. hide it here. Yeah, it's like your, your mindset, the state of being that you're in, your perspectives and all of that cause you to be and feel lonely because you don't know how to or can't connect with other people. You got some shit you got to deal with within yourself, which gives you the ability to actually know how to and be willing to connect to other people. <clears throat> so people running from loneliness by way of trying to jump in a relationship like that loneliness ain't going nowhere because the mindset that you have, which is real loneliness, is still present. You bringing that into your relationship. Nah, but you got to figure that shit out, of course. That's your own personal journey that the other person may or may not be able to help you understand. That's not true, man, because love, love is being... No, no more than twenty-two years old, and be in, uh, 
be at your graduation, young white woman putting your rings in the camera and everybody fucking losing their minds about that being a st- that shit. That was the that might have been y'all have talked about some dumb shit. That might have been one of the dumbest things that I was like, why are y'all going so crazy about this shit here? This did this took zero thought in my mind. Like I don't know these people, but in my mind, my first thought was, oh, if they're like some like you know Bible thumping white folks, like they're just doing what they're supposed to do. None of this seems happy to me. Like this just and the way that y'all ended up turning this into a conversation about like well you know think about black women. Like there was not no black folks in any of these that had nothing to do with us. That had nothing to do with black men. It have a goddamn thing to do with black women. That was some white women. At their graduation, doing their ring thing. Fuck is wrong with y'all? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? At every graduation, there's people there that are engaged. I don't understand why that picture was such a big deal, but I, I get the premise of what they were trying to bring attention to, right? It's not very often that a lot of black female graduates are there and have a fiance or such. Now that also Good, doesn't factor you're in. Fucking twenty one, and right. you're stupid. That also doesn't factor in that the marriage is going to work just because you're married at your college graduation. So I got a degree and I have a spouse. That's great. That doesn't mean the way that that life and shit has been trending for the last forty plus years. You're probably not going to work in the field of the degree that you're getting at this very moment, and you're most likely not going to be married to that person. Oh, and neither of which are bad or wrong. But but I think the part that may upset me is you know, the stereotypical conversation of like, that's what you should be doing. That's the goal. Very, very, what's the word? I don't want to say task oriented or goal oriented, but very like end of the race. Yeah. Sighted. Like I, I see the end. The end is what's the important thing. But there, there in life, there is no real end. Everything keeps going. There's just many transitions. And those transitions are going to go into a number of different places. Some transitions may lead you back to where you already transcended from at one point in time. But I can't even imagine what it would have been like to get married at 21. Given just the journey I've had on my life, like as it stands right now. Like I'm not a billion years old. I'm 34 years old. And like that time frame, what I've learned across just that short time, I wouldn't have even unless me and her are just uh, you know the what because that's another thing that y'all like kind of lose me at growing and 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 working through it with people is absolutely a thing, but some of y'all be using that as a way to like bind yourself to people that you might not need to be bound to. I don't know. I want y'all motherfuckers to be so. To be balanced more Because every time y'all say one of these topics One or the other You can just kind of smell or hear on somebody saying You're saying the extreme of this If you're saying separate You know you might have to just do what's best for you And it's like man you leaving somebody Because you don't know how to be wrong Or be you know right. Or adjust your mindset And then some on the other side It's like you gotta grind And you gotta stay with them through the hardships And it's like Y'all motherfuckers be talking about somebody just Enduring for the rest of their life And I want you niggas to find some sort of Balance in some form or fashion. Do people know what balance is? Absolutely the fuck not, but I'm going to tell okay. them to find it. Figure it out, man. Shit. You know, you didn't know a lot of shit until somebody, what's that? Go read a book. What is what is your balance is the real question for <clears throat> me. But I'll say for you, what is your real balance personally? What is, what is TJ's balance? Speaking to the relationship shit, that's why I always kind of, um, I always... Uh, compare it to like 
a friendship. Not to say you don't want to lick this motherfucker's ass. Not to say that y'all don't want to do romantic-y things. But if I'm thinking about how love has traversed all of my relationships, my relationship with my parents, my sister, my fucking family members, my actual real friends that are in a brother capacity, it's not all the ceremonial shit. Like, I'm not always like, father, second of your lineage, mother. Like, I don't have all of that. It's just I really care and love this person, and it's a natural feeling, a natural connection. And I feel like that's where, in my mind, what the balance feels like. There is a balancing of this relationship, whatever the fuck it may be. And we discuss relationships in this always this weird, I don't know, is goofy ways. And, like, the way people, I don't like performative shit. I've been on record with that. So as soon as it feels not good to me, I'm going to do, like, some real deep shit in my own brain about why this shit's not feeling good. And it's going to it's gonna rack my fucking brain until I figure it out. And then if it's not something that I can, like, oh, okay, it feels unnatural because of this if it registers, oh, this shit feels unnatural because it's not really, it's not where it's supposed to be. Well, then, yeah, you should probably, like, back up out of that. Like, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck if this motherfucker is the next in line to become the president. If I don't like it, I'm leaving. Right. Love you, and I want you to be the best, but I don't give a fuck about that. Because I feel like, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not fucking Daddy Warbucks, but if you are at this phase, this is where I think, like, that provider shit would come into better handy, like, Oh my God, she's a really good motherfucker, but she's working at the whatever the fuck right now. Okay, I'm cool enough to be like, okay, let's figure out how to get you in a in a position to get to where you need to get to. I have zero interest in paying for a motherfucker's lifestyle, but oh, you just don't have the support to get to this phase. Cool, and I'm rocking with that because I don't know. I feel like careers and shit like that is like tangible things. You can't really create like vibes and connection like me and this motherfucker, whatever. So if you lock in with that. Then yeah, for sure. That to me is more important than this is an amazing financially whatever motherfucker. But I just I'm not feeling it. It's just not not that. That's why I don't give women I don't give women a hard time when they say like you know oh, she just left a good man. He was I'm like bro might have been a fucking just a loser. No disrespect. Now he might have been good on paper. Yeah. Now my my only critique with that is when motherfuckers take that lens. And manipulate it because you didn't leave him because he's a loser. You left him because he wasn't getting the bag. And that's different. Right. So as long as he's it's a like. loser based on stereotypical yeah. materialistic standards. If you don't have feelings for this individual in there and it's genuine that this is just not a good fit, then yeah, baby, leave. I don't support none of that fucking shit of, uh, you know, well, that's, a, that's a good man. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good man. Right. <laughs> he's a good man. Because I, I think about, I, I say this, I think about, I've thought about that. Every nigga got some of that shit. Like I really liked her, and then nigga, if I'm like, that's what I'm saying about that 21 year old shit. If I think back hard enough to like who I thought I really was fucking with during these ages, and I like, she might have not liked me. I didn't like her either. Like you didn't. You liked like the idea. I like things about her. I like aspects of her. Yes, I like the idea of her. You like the I thought of like y'all being together. Like what you don't like this motherfucker. And that's not to say that you don't like them enough to where you shouldn't fuck with them, but you don't like them as on as deep of a level as you may shame mm-hmm. yourself for for leaving them. And especially if niggas be honest, especially I'm I'm him. You're not. If you niggas start having one of those some of those journeys where you really start like, as the other says, loving yourselves and really go, y'all I'm a dope nigga. You don't even like the mother. You don't like a lot of them. Not because they're bad people, but because you really don't think highly enough of yourself. 
This is not funny what she said. This is not interesting what, said, what she said. She's not nice. She's not whatever the fuck. I really find it important for a motherfucker to be whatever. And you are gonna be you are gonna be well within your rights to go, I want my partner to be able to do this, that, and the third. And you're not gonna worry about not getting the bitches. Right. I think to to a degree men do that. We just don't talk about or demonstrate how openly we do do it or whatever realizations we come to, we don't stand firm in them and that's probably the issue. Not that we don't do it, but we don't stand firm in it. But um, a couple of flare-ups of like self-respect, and then the right. go away. You, you need that, but but recognizing <laughs> good versus not good. So that made me think of two things. So like uh, one thing was I saw a post I think today, or I think I saw it today. And granted, that's a red flag within itself because if I see you reposting shit like that, that lets me know how you think. I'd rather be beating my ass, but I'd be liking to see them likes. Right. Like, oh, like this shit. Yeah, I like to see it, but it was one where it's just like. A dude was at the table and it's like my husband stressing over our finances mm-hmm. and has the husband and then has the me and it has the wife skipping in the backwards coming in the house with lots of bags in her hand. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a good partner. This is a good wife. But really, she's not because she's she's spending your fucking money. She's putting the household in a financial bind simply for her own personal wants and desires that don't benefit anybody else. It's a burden to you. Whereas the 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 thought process that made me think about every dude has a little bit of save them in there. Mm-hmm. Like I, I go to this, I'm surrounded by a bunch of stores, but I go to the store over here. And every time, or most of the time when I go in there, I see a little short, short Hispanic lady. She's a short, young Hispanic lady. She's got some yams on her. It's kind of good. Yams. But I see her in there like working hard. Mm-hmm. And she's small, but she's trying to reach stuff at the top, and she's moving back and forth and doing like she's she's mm-hmm. working blue collar person, right? But she always looks tired. And I've talked to her a couple of times, like you know, how's your day going? You know, just trying to see, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm pretty sure most people don't have actual conversation with her. Just kind of ring this up, or can you help me with that? And that's the end of that. <laughs> I'm not not to cut you off. I I find myself doing that a lot, like when I can like sneak a genuine convo in like with people I'm like care about from afar yeah let me give you that because I feel like, like you might yeah, not have got like, like, you like I just want to yeah. check in with you to see that you're okay so I've had those moments with her and she's like been open a few times like I'm just so tired this day and the other blah 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 mm-hmm. and I've had moments where it's like I would want to take her on a date not like really to smash but just like yeah. give you a break because you seem like you really working hard I know you ain't making a ton of money here but you not you seem like you could use a break, and if I had extra money at that time, I'd, hey, what you doing? Let me let me take you out just to talk to you in a friendly way, to do something nice for you because you look like somebody that deserves it and doesn't catch a break very often, mm-hmm. right? She would be a, that person would be a better partner for someone or a good woman more so than the other who's putting your family in a financial bind just because she can't get her spending habits together. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I know I went on a tirade about that before. I believe I, I know I have, um, but in the ballpark of like that fantasy where you're like motherfuckers are gajillionaires, I was having a conversation earlier about like the Kelsey brothers and blah blah blah, and it worked its way around to uh, Travis. And I don't know if this is true or not, but it worked for the inventor of the fade. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And his 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 partner right now, who was also the reinventor of swag surfing. You talking about those those two people? Uh, I don't even like. 
I really try now to keep it in. I'm gonna come back to what the fuck I was saying. I I try my best not to hate them because it's really you fucking fans. It's really y'all that just make it just. It's like because uh, I know what y'all. I know the motherfuckers just probably be at the house minding their fucking business, and here y'all come and say stupid shit. I I'm so. This is the last fucking year, and then I'm going to just start fighting that I'm going to have any fucking conversation with anybody. And I love you too, Unc. But this is the last... Ain't not we, I, say, I get mad like I like motherfuckers know the time. Like, I'm doing something here. But, um, but no, nah, man, word to Unc. But I'm not, I'm not having no more fucking Beyonce, Taylor Swift conversations. Like, I'm not having no more of them fucking conversations at the fuck all. Like... Shut up. Anyways, all right, I'm, I'm I'm back. Invented the motherfucking bro. What the? All right, all right. My uncle been having a fade my whole life, and it been crispy. Bitches. Um, um. Uh, but yeah, it was this conversation around like Travis Kelsey. Like I don't know, gave uh one of his girlfriends like an allowance or whatever like that. Like as during their relationship, I think they were talking about the the. Black girl before y'all got mad Like when he was Everybody's like hero well, Yeah man that's white man And it was just I feel like that's the idea That everybody was mad at Y'all really wasn't mad About nothing else But the fact that this idea That somebody comes And takes care of you Was whatever And I find that shit To be nuts And I always find that shit To be dumb to me Because the woman You're describing I feel like if she ran Across a Kelsey right It's not a pay my allowance It's like I've It's that concept Of like holy shit Man if I ever got Access to a million dollars I would Hey stupid This is your opportunity you don't have no motherfucking dreams, goals, and aspirations. I don't give a fuck. Y'all motherfuckers think I've been pl- think I'm playing. I come into a hundred million dollars tomorrow. I'm gonna be a hundred million dollar version of me. I wish the fuck somebody would come to me and just be like, "Well, we could pay for it now." No, you don't want to do anything, bitch. Build some. Ch- you don't. You never. I, I have always thought about the carpentry. Well, good. Be like Jesus, baby. Let's start a carpentry business. I'm that type of nigga. I will be. That's where you would get some trick out of me. You have a goal, then let me help. Bring that shit to fruition But I don't have any interest In any of that fucking And it doesn't make sense logically Cause I've And this is my I mean I went on this tirade before Cause you And this is you niggas This is you niggas fault Cause niggas get in the comments Wanting to live this Fantasy that they That they think That they saw on fucking internet Where like Men had big fucking beards And mustaches And like 10 gallon hats And I'm a cowboy And you came home And all the kids ran up And they were like Father That's not how that works Cause they don't fucking know you If you niggas wanna live that life She gets to take care of the children and you don't know these niggas no more. Y'all are creating just v- different varieties and just skittle bags of trauma. Of just, ooh, what flavor is this? Trauma, trauma deluxe, trauma light, <laughs> trauma lemon lime. She gets to stay home and raise the kids. It would be so great. And now you've raised some kids that wanted nothing more than their father to show up and do fucking anything. Help me with this assignment. Come to this game. Shut up. Like, that's the dumbest shit on earth. You niggas are weird Just say that you don't feel like she'll care about you If you ever say look do you wanna You think she'll leave And she probably will but fuck her Cry come to therapy and let the bitch go Cause she's a piece of shit And find you somebody who's gonna like be a real actual life partner No no I don't want to eat at Maestro's We need to stay at the house No I don't want to go to Javier's We can make that shit at the house for a fraction of that and this shit's not even that good. I, I've been listening to um, the Black Male Handbook. Mm-hmm. And each, I guess each chapter, each section talks about different aspects of what black men should know and understand about themselves and how to maneuver in better ways, right? So one of them is the 
financial literacy aspect. I listened to that earlier this week. And part of what he was sharing is like what I've said on here, the relationships are the, the partners that you get with, the assets or liabilities. And he's like, one of the biggest things that you can pay attention to what you're investing in financially is the people that you're around and the people that you partner with. Mm-hmm. Your partner should be okay with, and you should be okay with telling your partner, hey, looking at the budget, we eating pizza this week. We not fucking, we ain't doing none of that <laughs> shit. For, this is the goal that I'm trying to accomplish as far as doing this, this, and this, and I will not be dating and going and doing these things because that's not on my grand list of things to do. It's just for my long-term goals, it makes no sense for me to be wasting money in this capacity. And if a person didn't understand that, move the fuck on. Yeah. But that's that's definitely a necessity. And it should be the same for for women as well. Because there may be some women that they come across a dude that wants to always spend money. Or even with your friends. If your friends are always then trying to... get a to, bottle in a section. Yeah, let's, let's y'all want to get together my, and go... 38, my boy, with these fucking sparklers coming over here. I don't... I, I never understood that. I don't need the spectacle. I don't fucking need the sparklers. <laughs> I'll pick the bottle up my goddamn self from... I paid for this. Just pass me that. Just pass me that. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I'm going to go sit down and mind my fucking business. Because I don't... You want the, the spectacle. I don't need the spectacle. But well, I also I don't been, need I the ain't. fucking drink in this. I don't need to be here. Because we're only going to be here for an hour and a half. Cause we're I, ain't been, I ain't been outside in a long time. But in my heyday, y'all crazy, bro. I, I was in... I got to the motherfucker drunk. Everybody... Crazy as hell. Think I would go in here and buy some bottles. I was... I've had that thought so many smacked times. Smacked in that parking lot. It hit as soon as we got through this line. I'm in here. I've always wondered, and I've had this conversation a number of different times, in general and specifically when it comes to the lady folk, right? Mm-hmm. In the grand scheme of your transition through life, why is it that when you're younger and inquisitive, you want to do something? And you want to figure out how to do it for yourself. Then when you get to young adulthood, you want to be able to do these things to save money because you don't have it. But somewhere when you get past that age, all of that shit goes out the fucking window and you want to overspend or whatever the case is. Like young girls want to, I want to learn how to do my nails. Mm. Cause I'm all the other girls have their nails, and I want to play in mom's makeup, and I've learned how to figure how how to do my makeup myself, or paint my nails myself, or all the above, and I want to do my own hair. Until you get to say your thirties, and because you got a degree and a decent job, and now you want to pay, overpay people to do something that you were trying to learn how to do on your own, and probably did on your own at one point in time or in high school, a lot of girls got paid extra money to do this for other girls. And now you want to overpay to have somebody do it for yourself or pre-gaming. Everybody pre-gamed from your 25 on back. Why? Cause we broke. Mm. We all broke. We all know that we broke. We may be able to get one drink or so when we get inside, if we need to, but for the most part, we piecing up, we meeting here, we going to, you know, get our pregame on and then go, because we are trying to be cost effective. But somehow, some way, when you get to the back end of them 20s to early 30s, you are overpaying for the same shit that you knew was too much when you didn't. Why do you get the access and the means to something? And it completely alters your understanding, which changes your behaviors that cause you to do shit that is counter to what you know you should be doing. Ego, you want to show off. Like, you I, I, on the back end, 
you probably have run into maybe, you know, depending on your career, you at least are in a decent space, roughly, or you might have ran into by this time your first good job, quote on air quotations, and now you feel like this is your era to it's your ego. And I think we use sometimes we use terms like, you know, we call shit like that self care or treating yourself, whatever. But it is like an excuse to like overspend or pay for shit that you just have no need to spend this money on. I'm not somebody who's cook- I'm not going to cut corners on some shit I want. If I want a good meal, I'm going to pay for it. If I want to if I want a game system, I'm going to pay for it. I buy uh you know, I don't fucking know like shit for working out or whatever. Like I won't cut corners on certain shit that I really like and I mean, I and I can afford it. But and I can afford it. Yeah, like all everything I just listed off is like a one time, one big fucking purchase that oh, I saved up enough for I'm this is not affecting my budget at all. But motherfuckers do shit and it'd be like, like that is like what you're saying. Like if I'm using, say, oh, I can use it. I can use niggas. I was going to use women with the whole like, you know, print me up and, and you know, it costs about at least 10000 a month. And it's like, there's so many, if I'm just going off the internet, there's so many responses where niggas are like, we like it natural over here. You, you're not doing that shit for us. Not, not one nigga asked for that. Or the niggas that are asking for that are, are, are by y'all's standard, the niggas y'all don't want. What the fuck's the point? But, um. I saw some shit you sent me the other day. It was niggas was getting their hairs cut, haircuts, and you know support to y'all trying to get the business done. I, but that shit said two hundred dollars. That nigga said I made uh, fifteen hundred dollars this week off of haircuts. I said nigga not on not ever, and I just I, I and that's I'm bald. It was a bald nigga, and that shit said he paid one like eight. I'm like what? You can shave it just It don't even take that long And like I saw what they did with the beard And it was cool shit But I mean I, I felt I felt relieved Because I don't like my beard The way that they did that shit It was too It was a little It was just a lot of <laughs> It was I feel like people Especially guys Guys will pay that price To a private barber Or whatever Just to say that they can like you said, the eco component, because it's really not necessarily. Now, I know some barbers, and you know, I didn't paid some fifty dollar haircuts before just to support, you know, you doing your. But I don't thing. see. I don't find that to be unreasonable. I, I'm my bad. I'll go for inflation. You could twenty twenty five the fucking beard. If it is, and you could put if anything up here outside of like some wild design shit goes above thirty bucks. I don't understand it. I, I don't get my. Hair retwisted often just because that shit be inflated. But that's also that's the difference between two hundred dollars versus fifty dollars. That's mm-hmm. definitely not the same. But I get it. Every once in a while, allowing yourself to splurge and support somebody in the community, cool. But some of that shit you paying just to say that you pay. Oh, I paid the barber two fifty. You know to come by the house and cut me up. You know do. It ain't nothing to cut. You just want to be able to tell people that that's what you're doing, which to me is corny as hell because I can go out looking just as clean as you, and I just spent 40 minutes in the bathroom getting myself together. That's when I grew up, and it was, I remember, I used to get my hair cut right there on that. It was an old, older gentleman. That shit was 10 bucks. Call it that. That or shit. some of y'all may have been getting kitchen cuts. I didn't have some moments where I, I had some, some kitchen of those. cuts. That shit. That shit had me, I was solid until I got to college. And when I got to college, came back one visit, shop was gone. And then I found me another barber. And that shit was 20 bucks. 
I just hey, look, man. Like I, I'm rocking with y'all. I, I get I, I get getting to the money, so I'm not. But it just it's not finna come for me. I can't no. do that. Like, here's here's my my biggest pet peeve with that, and I've shared it with you before. But you will let your ego tell you to spend two hundred dollars, two hundred and fifty dollars on a basically a beard lineup and a head shine. Come nickel and dime this fucking therapy. But you will not <laughs> pay more than sixty dollars for your therapy. So you hey. are you are trying to tell me I have I have more debt. Not to say that this person that's a barber isn't trained in what they're doing. They had to go to school and get their licensure and everything as well. But it ain't the same amount of schooling that I had to get through. But you willing to pay two fifty for that haircut? <laughs> but you ain't willing to pay one seventy, one seventy five full price. You can come in here and address the try or the mud, but you can't get both on that price. Yeah, you no. We gonna cover the try or we gonna cover the mud? Right. It's already you bad <laughs> enough that our field is trying to be inclusive, so we have sliding yeah. fee scales and all types of stuff you can do to not have to foot the bill because we actually want you to heal. And you still going to try a nickel and... I don't have people be like, yeah, all I can afford is $30 a session. Excuse me? <laughs> Better get it in in this 10 minutes. $30, $30 for an hour? That's basically what you're telling me is that you think my time is worth $30 an hour. Because I know you spend that money elsewhere. I know you spend money in other areas to where you could afford more per session if you just did some financial planning better than you're doing now. You just don't want to give up the other shit that you probably don't need to be spending your money on. Don't worry about it. Got this timer set for 13 minutes. <laughs> get it, get it in. You got a, a, a dollar a minute. You got <laughs> 30 minutes. And I'm being generous. Because mm -hmm. that, 30, that $30 could really be 15 minutes. Yeah. But I, I, the longer I've been in the field, the more I see it, and it does, it drastically frustrates me seeing what people spend their money on that will actually make their mental health and emotional stability worse, but you won't spend the money in places where it's beneficial for you. You will ego spend all day long, but you won't spend on what you actually need to spend on. That shit drives me batshit crazy. Hey, I'm just sitting around walking around. This nigga punched her into 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 oblivion. Jesus. Hey, speaking of this partnership, I was watching. Uh, last night I was watching. Um, they they dropped the Justice League, um, Crisis on Infinite Earths thing, part mm -hmm. one, and obviously it's a lot of Flash stuff, and him and Iris. And I was sitting there thinking, I was like, could you, could you be a superhero's partner? Like, could you live the life of, and vice versa, could you be a superhero with a regular person as your partner? Could you could you deal with either one of those existences? Could I personally, or what do you mean? Because I think personally, yeah. Because yeah. I understand the sacrifice that comes with that. And I understand, I'm, I don't need you around me 24-7. I think the biggest part of that that would be stressful for me is knowing the potential danger that you're in every single time. But I also understand that you are equipped to deal with it. One day your day may come, and that's fine. But I understand for the greater purpose of what you are putting a sacrifice up for, I appreciate that, and I'm willing to, hey, your day comes your day comes but i appreciate you putting your life on the line 
and, and, you know, making that a reality. That's a reality that I have to accept if I'm going to be in a relationship with you. That's not something that I can ignore. So if I'm here, I'm here because I accept all parts of this experience, which are even the negative consequences that could potentially come. So I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with not seeing you all the time because you may have to abruptly leave in the middle of some shit to do what you got to do. I, like that stuff, I'm, I'm completely fine with all of that. So I think that I personally could. I'm rocking with that. That was my that was more my thing because I think I could I could rock with the the timing and all that other shit. It would just be like, oh, this nigga went to fight fucking apocalypse, bitch. Come on, man. Like, Damn, traffic is going to be fucked up tomorrow. I would think about that shit as well. That, that's what I would think about because I already understand all the other stuff that comes with it. I know you're going to come home kind of fucked up. And, you know, in my... I think, unless I was dating somebody, like, if you're dating, like, a fucking... Uh, who's the equivalent? Like, if you're in, like, a... Like, if you're if you're a woman who has a date, like, Daredevil, I know that shit sounds good on paper because you see him on TV, but it's like... Hey, this nigga ain't making no money, and you get beat the fuck up. Yeah, like Pete, like, like a Peter shit. Parker. Yeah, yo, that would be tough. Like, yo, nigga, fuck this. We got to get some money around. Yeah, this we bitch. got to do something to help change these circumstances. Yeah, that's crazy. You can't come in here beat up. All these people hate you, and you broke and still got to find a way to yeah, go to work. Yeah, fuck all no, that. We we got to figure something out. But that's, that's part of me accepting the relationship and saying, hey, what can I do to help you not have to deal with these You got a responsibility to this fucking rent, my boy. Right, fuck. We, we got a responsibility to figure out how you don't. Yeah, we can't do this. We got to figure out, not because I don't want to be with you, but we have to figure out a different way of doing this so you don't have to continue suffering in every way possible. Yeah, I'm sitting here. I watched Rhino threw you through three buildings and now you and this bitch sewing it together. Call Tony, nigga. What the right. fuck? Yeah, let's, 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 let's let me be a resource to you to help you find other resources resources to help you get what you need to continue doing what you feel compelled to do that that is par for the course i'm completely okay with that that makes me think though it's two things i'm gonna come back to one of them but that makes me think would it be harder to be the human person dating someone with the powers that's trying to do something with it or would it be harder for you to find a loving relationship as the person with the powers i think it depends on how your powers like function So like when I was watching the uh, Infinite Crisis shit It made me feel like I would probably prefer Say like uh, So they got Barry Allen in there right So Barry Allen's fucking with Iris And as the story progresses You know he jumps through time A lot his super speed and all that other shit But they end up both growing old together Like the in, in this particular story or whatever So like with that I'm like oh I got the powers and shit But you get to run this course with the love of your life or whatever. There's versions of Superman in this story where one version from another earth is uh, linked with Wonder Woman. I support this. And then there's another one who has, you know, the Lois Lane thing. And the older, and he's older, the one who's with uh, Wonder Woman, he's explaining to younger Superman, he's like, you know, there was a, you know, cri- there was something that happened and she just died. He goes like, he's like, she's, um, She's mortal. She's human. You know, so like at the end of the day, regardless of what happened, we were all we will always surpass her. And then he's like, even me with Diana, like he's like Wonder Woman's immortal. So it's like regardless of what the fuck we're long, we're going to live longer than most. But eventually she's going to have to put me in the fucking ground and then just go about life. So I guess I think like with that, I think it depends on like the power thing, because if I'm a Wonder Woman, I'm like this fucking sucks. You have to go find I would be more I would be more inclined to go find like another God or something like that. 
Where if I'm Superman, I probably would like, you know, 50-50. Batman, you just get to do whatever the fuck you want. And see, Barry, see, being fucking Flash, though, I'd be too tempted to be like, I could really run this for as long as I can. What'd you, what you? What are we, 80 now? You <laughs> run this back and let's do it. You want to do it over? We could do it over. Like, yeah, fuck it. So I think... Uh, like somebody to travel back in time and do it all over again. Well, that's what they say on the things. But yeah, you're right. But yeah, I think I would probably in this scenario, I would want to maybe be a Barry. I get all the perks of being one of the most powerful beings in the fucking all the universes. And then when I'm tired, put me out the fucking pasture with my motherfucking lady and call it a wrap. So I think I probably do that. Or maybe the Superman shit. Cause I rock with it. Oh, you gonna stay young forever? Yeah. <laughs> It's fucking, uh, what are you, three? You fucking 40,000 years old? Teach me some shit, Diana, before I <laughs> rickety Kryptonian bones. <laughs> Maybe like. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'll I would put like. For the rest of your life. Yeah, or you I'm know. you forever. I'm just going to keep finding something nice. Because even like a Thor, yo, like Jane did. Like, that was. Who else? Everybody should die. Except yeah. for the people that got with other superheroes. But I think that would all that would kind of be at least for your analogy of the Superman concept. That would be my thought process of it. Just as I would as a regular human, mm-hmm. I'm gonna probably make the same decision as a superhero. But I'm finding somebody equally yoked that I can work yeah. with. I don't. I want to find. And now, granted, that's different because not all superheroes live forever. Some of them have a shelf life. Yeah, if you're a street leveler, then you can kind of wing it. You just deal with the danger. But like, if you're one of these cosmic, yeah, world moving motherfuckers, Luke Cage was out here. He he had his two, and he was chilling. Yeah, because I think Luke is still gonna grow old. Like, but if I'm like on, if I'm starting to touch Thor and Blue Marvel levels, it's almost really fucking unfair for me to you go fuck with some or Black Adam yeah. status to where you're gonna fucking be alive. Yeah, see, and Black Adam, although you know. Anti-hero, anti-whatever Black Adam be turning his people into his family That nigga said You get to be Because I think that's what they were setting up for the movie If it didn't fuck up All those three that were with him Were going to become like the Black Adam family So he's like mm-hmm. no we all fucking immortal now Fuck this I didn't found mine We all super strong Punching fucking planes out the sky mm-hmm. And all that shit Oh like yeah like Because I feel like in order to do that You have to be an Omni-Man Where you just <laughs> fucking pumping planets And not giving a fuck and Omni Man's crushed, nigga. Like that nigga figured out he loved that lady. And I'm I've been around thousands of years. I know this motherfucker gonna turn to fucking a prune. Right. Well, y'all don't read well, I read the comic or whatever. She's but. she's gonna die and I'm gonna outlive her and my children with her, most likely. I mean, that's what it would should be, but the way Vilchemites work it turns a little different. But yeah, in general, you know what I'm saying? Like now that also made me think of, of us talking about the right partner. So I told you about the, the has-been hotel cartoon. Mm-hmm. Now, the part of that is I said the girl is Satan's daughter, but she's Satan's daughter from him messing with Lilith. Ooh. So Adam, Adam and Lilith. Motherfucker. And Lilith cheats on Adam with Satan and they run off together and that's what causes them to get exiled because they really found out that they actually care about each other and then God gave them Eve mm-hmm. afterwards. And Eve is like super nice, kind of ditzy, but super nice, but Lilith is like 
oh no, that's that's who your mom is because I think they I think they did something like that in fucking uh, Supernatural. But Lilith and Eve, I think, start fucking on each other. I'm not mad at that. They started. Yeah, they made it. I mean, technically, back then it's just y'all anyway, so that would have to take place at some point in time. But just like if I was Adam, I say send it back, man. Make it a. She alright. She she cool with me, baby. We're a family. We good. Nah, monogamy, baby. It's all good. You can go play with him sometimes, but bring your ass back and do your thing over here. But no, I can do the same. But choosing a partner that is actually for you as opposed to just sticking with something that you feel like you are supposed to be doing. She dipped out with Satan because they actually cared for each other as opposed to her being made for Adam. She's like, he's an asshole. He's kind of a dick. I don't really want to fuck with him like that. So... Like, how how does one choose the right partner to partner with? If you are some, even a celestial being of some sort or a spiritual being, I still have to make sure I'm choosing the right partner as opposed to just doing something based on what I feel is supposed to be done. That's a bar. That whole, like, connection thing. Like, I got to, you know, when that's when I'll be up here talking about awareness and love and self. And conceptually, and, and the you know, this idea goes to the best of its abilities. You know yourself, you understand, you know, all these things about you, what you enjoy, what you need, what you can give, blah, 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 all the accountability parts. Like, this person is not necessarily bad for me. This person might be teaching me some shit. Then, yeah, you choose from that space. Like, I'm fucking with this individual because they're my person, not because they... Snake is a snake now, but I fuck with this snake. Granted, this is... (laughs) I don't know what... I don't even know what a man is because I've been here for fucking three days. But I don't like this thing. Whatever this nigga is that looks good. But this snaky bitch here that freaked me out and turned into a nigga with wings. I don't know. I haven't watched the show yet, but in my mind, that's how the scene worked. Yeah, I'm fucking with that. Let's go do some weird shit. I don't know what Earth is. I just got here. But let's go fucking explore this recently created thing. Right. Yeah, I'm fucking with that. Interesting. Very interesting take. Favorite time. Looking at uh it's question time. Time we gotta ask us questions. Us answer shit. Question time. Still working on the lyric. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is this is a quick one. Uh, what's a state you've never been to? Why would you want to visit? Or what's a state you've never been to but would want to visit, and why? Uh. What's the state I've never been to but want to visit? Mm. Utah. Hmm. I've been to a lot of states, but I haven't been there to actually, like, see and do the things I'd like to see and do because it was either for work or football. So I ain't there longer than 48 hours at the very most. And even then, I'm stuck to a tight schedule. But never been to Utah. But Utah has a lot of, from what I've seen, nature and whatnot. You want to go on some some natural That's a parks and things like I would go there for nature purposes, just to kind of be off the grid for a weekend or a week, be in some nice nature, especially if the weather's permitting, and just kind of chill and kick back and see see the sights. Same with Colorado, though I've been there before, but I know Colorado has a lot of natural beauty out there. But those would probably be the type of areas that I would choose something like that that has a lot of natural beauty that I've never been to, and I can just kind of go and be. Low key and off the grid. Everywhere else, I've kind of, I believe I've been to. 
I'm trying to think. Where have I not been to? In Nevada. I keep thinking about Tennessee, but that's because I saw this video of 8-Ball and MJG the other day. Have I been to Tennessee? I don't think I've been to Tennessee. I would do Tennessee. I would do I'd Tennessee. go to Memphis. Yeah. If I'm thinking like, you know, Nature White Land, uh, I probably could pick one of yours. Or like, I don't know. North Dakota, South Dakota. Oregon. <laughs> go to Seattle. I've been to Oregon. I've, so, been, yeah. I've been to Seattle. I've been to haven't been to kick it. Like I would like I would like to go to or I've been to Oregon, but I would like to go to Oregon and like really just kind of kick it. And I I know some people in Portland. I've thought about going out there just to kind of visit, look around. I haven't been to New York. But New York's kind of like I've been to New York State. I haven't been to New York City. Yeah. And I kind of have never really wanted to. I always told myself, if I go to New York City, I'm trying to be here no longer than 48 hours and I'm out. Yeah, treat New, treat New York like it's fucking Vegas. Like, um, Vegas Vegas got like a seven, Vegas got a 48-hour yeah, span no, we on ain't me. staying here longer than 48 hours. Food Turn and away. fashion, and that's the bulk of it, and then we getting the fuck out of here. I'm not trying to Ooh, be here for a long period of time. This is, this is one. Oh, Maine. Maine is another one. Haven't been to Maine, but I know some people. I never even Maine thought about that. Maine and Vermont. Those are actually pretty, pretty. Let's go get nice crazy. Place. Let's go to Baltimore. I've been there. I've been to Baltimore. Baltimore. Um, does the bro code depend on love and respect for the woman? Joe Budden and Ish. Oh, did you see that? I don't think so. So the viral clip where Joe was like, you know, 2024, which is funny as hell. The conversation <laughs> kind of. viral clip of Joe Budden losing his shit. Yeah, pretty much. Yep, that's it. Okay. But him and Ish were having a back and forth and. The conversation started because I think Joe said something around in the ballpark of never uh, never tried to or never fucked with somebody with one of the homies' girls behind their back or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then him and Ish started having a conversation, and it kind of devolved into, like, who was having a point, and it got a little <laughs> manipulative, and everybody started moving the goalposts. Ish was staunch on his stance of saying, like, just basically saying, I think, you saying you didn't do that, but... There was a girl that we both knew and both messed with that you I had first and you were kissing her in the back of the club. I don't necessarily care that you were doing that. My argument is that you said you did something that you didn't you said you didn't do something, but you've done it. Right. Um the conversation online has turned into basically what I think this question is more so in reference to is they had a conversation about it <clears throat> on the most recent episode and that kind of more so discussed if say like, you know, we're boys. You fuck with somebody, I come behind you and fuck with them. Is it bad that I fucked with them? Um, is that contingent in general or just if you have feelings for that person? Oh, like if serious feelings for that person negate the legitimacy of bro code? Yeah, like if, you know, if that wasn't your bitch or whatever, it's, it's fair like, game. I know you dogged her out and you was just smashing and didn't really care about her, but I got to know her and I like her and that should be okay. I think I that's guess. part of it because theirs was like, if if it's not my girl and I don't claim her, then it's fair game if she's choosing, she's choosing. As opposed to, you knew I liked her, you shouldn't have done that. Because that's what the At distinction they were making. Those are two different circumstances to me. Yeah. Like I, so, I had a situation where I met a girl, found her attractive, started wanting to get to know her or whatever. And I didn't know that she had messed with one of my boys until after me and her had already started getting to know each other better. Mm-hmm. And I went to my boy and talked to him about it. 
And he's like, oh, yeah, I was just smashing that. Ain't, if you want to fuck with her, then go ahead. But I think that's the, the bro code part of, like, being an adult and have the conversation just to gain clarity and understanding. I'm not coming to you to ask for permission. I just found out that y'all was kind of connected. So I just want to see, one, are y'all still messing with each other? Because I don't want to say if she's still messing with you and she ain't telling me. Now, that mm-hmm. puts me in the position of doing some dastardly shit to my bro, and I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. But if I found out that you guys have some sort of a connection, let me come to my boy for clarity and just gain some understanding of where he sits with it just so that I can make sure I'm cool. She was kind of weird about it. She was like, you guys talked about it? Yes, <laughs> we talked about it. Yeah, that's, that's my boy. Oh, God damn. Like, that's been my boy Flood since warning. fucking sixth grade like yes i'm gonna go to him if i know that y'all used to mess around or whatever the case is you think i'm not gonna go to him and just make sure that everything is cool like why wouldn't i do that now my relationship with him is more long-standing than with you i don't even know how long you're gonna be here yeah or if you're gonna be here permanently now i've also been in certain situations where say this is somebody's ex-wife uh-huh so to speak but it's like one i don't even talk to dude anymore cool like that anymore yeah. and you're no longer married to this person y'all been divorced for x amount of years so it's like eh. yeah i think even if it's not me trying to really be with you it's just like we want to see what's up sexually like, eh. yeah that one seems less bad especially if y'all not like if there's if y'all are boys and there's a connection and then the dude and the girl have a connection and then you step in with that then i feel yeah. like that's worse as opposed to if they might have fucked around and they just had sex and if he's not having a problem with it, then it's kind of open season. Because right. I've had definitely that the the um, niggas know her or it's fair game or any of those type of shits. Like, you know, niggas have done that shit just generally just talking to – we both know we're talking to this individual. And that's where another time where I realized girls were kind of goofy too because, like, they thought it was some secret. Like, we're friends, nigga. It's just best man wins. Um, I've only had one – I've only had one situation where it was like – they used to talk, but in my mind, like, me and my boy still hanging out. Right. And so when we hanging out, we hanging out for real. So I'm thinking this is bullshit. And uh, she had done her reach out thing, and me being a complete idiot didn't realize that this might be on some get back shit. Mm. So that interaction happened, and then it turned into, like, a, that's right, nigga. <laughs> so, like, me and him had a conversation, though, because I was like, oh, yeah, like, it wasn't any of that. And, like, that was that was fixed, but that was... I'm never trying to, like, shank my fucking friends and yeah, no shit like that. I've, I've like, been on the receiving end of a couple of those, which, like, <laughs> I had one girl that we met her, like, she met our group. And granted, this is all mid-early 20-year mm-hmm. old stuff, so everybody's still young and stupid for the most part. But, you know, we met her because she was kind of hanging out around our group. A lot of the athletes would hang out together. She was a track, track girl. Mm-hmm. So she was around us, and we knew that she was kind of messing with one of our teammates. But she would always talk about how he was doing her dirty, like, you know, being verbally aggressive and abusive, just that and the other, blah, blah, blah. And she would vent to the whole group. And there's girls in this group, too, but she's venting, just that and the other, blah, blah, blah. We support her in kind of breaking it off and then getting her stuff and being safe and just that and the other, blah, blah, blah. And then a couple months later, you know, me and her start getting closer because we're talking more and, you know, start messing with her. She gets mad at me over some silly stuff. And my homeboy that had been wanting to smash, she lets him hit. And then he's kind of like mad at me. Like, oh, you and my little brother, I took you under my wing. Mm-hmm. But because she comes and tells you, 
a lie. And she's like, yeah, basically, she told me the truth. She told me that she lied to you so because she knew you would be willing to take that opportunity just so she can try and make me mad. And now she feels bad about it. Niggas lose their fucking life. So you thought you was like pressing me or doing like Mm -hmm. big dummy as close as you are to me you should know better you're an idiot and now she's back here trying to get back with me and you fell for the okie doke like a dumb nut but like yo that just lets me know that you was waiting for your opportunity to to do some underhanded shit valid point so and i'll give you guys two more keep it oh this is easy Favorite feature on a woman, physical or otherwise? Nipples. <laughs> Nipple titties. No, favorite favorite features on a woman? <laughs> this is the part where I'm going to cut in that boozy clip where he says that booty hole. <laughs> hey, why you bullshitting? That's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. But you can have a nice asshole. That's true. You can have, like, that looks delicious. That looks really no, that's true. I feel like motherfuckers think that that's true. You can have a pretty butthole. You can have a nice, just like you can have a nice vagina or a nice penis and shit looks appetizing to somebody that's attracted to that. So we don't talk about that enough. I like, yeah, somebody's, somebody's sexual organs can be something to like. We like asking those questions because we want to hear the superficial shit. Like, what's your best feature on a woman? Mm-hmm. Oh, her personality, her smile, because you want to hear that shit. And it's like, no, somebody, she has really nice tits. And that doesn't take away from her being a fantastic person. I just think in proportion to her body, those look really nice and I enjoy them. But I'll give a physical and a non-physical. Um, it's no secret for me. I, granted, it's not the only women that I date, but I like, I like to fit women. I like gym women. I like women that may have some stature to them. They're in shape. Mm-hmm. The legs is built. You know, they got some separation. So I won't say one specific body part, but I like separation in the body parts. Like they got a little bicep. They got you mm-hmm. know, the quads is popping and it doesn't blend into the calves. The calves pop out as well. And it's a little separated. The booty pop out real not Like, yeah, I like the aesthetic of being fit enough to where you can see the separation in body parts and it's proportioned well. So some nice quads. With, with a nice ass, it ain't got to be, nice ass doesn't mean a big, huge ass. A nice ass can be a shapely, round ass that nice is proportioned to the nice side. Nice, rotund bum. Nice. But, but I like I like things being well proportioned. Yeah. So a nice proportioned ass, some nice quads that have some definition to them. A nice back, because especially if you're doing doggy, you know, she got a nice back. That should do it to you. Good point. So physically, those things. Um Non physically, or I throw in smiles. Smiles, I like nice, nice smiles as well. I don't the dragon hand. Okay, shit up. Stay, stay focused. Non physically, <clears throat> um, what is a quality or character? I like willingness. Whether you're willing to be submissive to your partner, or you're willing to try new things, um. Willing to try new foods, willing to go to places that you've never been to, willing to step outside of your comfort zone. Just the willingness to be able to say, I don't know or understand this, but I'm willing to figure it out. That's attractive to me. And dedication to yourself. That goes in alignment with the gym stuff. But if you in the gym really dedicating to yourself, taking care of your body, taking care of your mind, taking care of your, this vessel that we are all temporary renting. 
Mm. When you put a lot of time and energy into taking care of yourself, that shit is sexy too. That's why I like fit girls because clearly you're dedicating time and energy into taking care of yourself the natural way. So that makes sense. Those are things that are attractive to me. I like those. I actually like all of those, but I'll 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 say something different. Um, I like ass. Ass is fire. I like all the stuff though. Like I like women, so like right. I like I'm pretty women across of the gamut. All like, shapes and sizes. Fit like, women is cool. You could be a you know. You got some, that one, some, that some one eighty. You yeah, could be you one got of some them. Fluffy bodies. There's some fluffy bodies and sexy. I don't. Know. You could be. Hey, I just like like sexy motherfuckers. Sexy motherfuckers. I'm not getting into that conversation again. I feel like I've had that enough times in my life. Like I think what would be a good question to add on to that is like, do you want to know what is attractive, just to simply attractive, or what do you do you want to know what's attractive in a partner? Because what's attractive in oh, a partner for me is I was different gonna, than what's attractive. I was gonna get there because like like the physical shit is dope, but I, I always like with these questions whenever this happens is like physical shit will, will get me in the dough. It's never gonna keep me there. I no. don't give a fuck how good you fuck me. Like I'm not gonna. No. That's not gonna get me past a certain threshold. Um. Uh. But yeah, physically, you know, I, I, I like you. Like smiles are good. Mm-hmm. Nice eyes. Mm-hmm. Like just if I'm trying to get just completely non filthy, I also do. Like, um, although I do think of this filthy, like gripping it, but like, I'm okay with like good hands and like nails. Mm-hmm. That that combination, good skin, especially yeah. good skin on the hands and feet, and um, clear skin. I feel like like when motherfuckers get to start saying this shit, like we're clearly not that different. Like motherfuckers that smell good, mm. like all that shit. Um, Sniffing panties. That's also part of smelling good. I mean, perfume and all that other shit. Cool, perfume but like, and your natural. If your natural body odors smell good because you're taking care of yourself in conjunction Lock to the, the door butters. Some DoorDash. We're not going nowhere in this motherfucker, bro. It's up tonight. Or today. Or whenever. It's raining now. Y'all not going nowhere. Right. I put um, your big toe in my mouth while I'm struggling and the feet smell good too. And the skin is soft. Oh yeah, all of that. Actually. Uh non or otherwise or non-physical, like just this man, I'm just trying to make it simple. I like kindness. Like, be a nice person. I feel like that that old adage is easy. Mm. I feel like it can apply into other things. So you said willingness bleeds into 50 other things. Being a kind person can bleed into different aspects. Being likable. Yeah, you you are, you know, you're kind of a little selfless. Not to some self-deprivation lane, but, like, you know, you care about others. You're a kind person. Like, kindness fucking matters to me. Like, if you're a dickhead, I don't like none of that shit. That shit is not fucking... Attractive That shit don't do nothing And like I said It bleeds into other shit A kind motherfucker Might be a willing motherfucker And if I'm just making it If I'm making the correlation To nastiness I don't know if I I'm kind And we can do a lot of fucking shit So if I'm not feeling that same shit Then you're fucking weird And we should probably Wrap it up then Cause I'm long And uh I don't know You wanna pick any of the heavies Or you Or There's a couple heavies And then there's like a I think a pretty easy, regular. My neck hurt, my chain heavy. Yeah, man. I'm biased, but I feel like I was outside at like the best time. Heavy, real heavy. Uh I'd always be a favorite of mine. It just sounds dope. Yeah, man. Like I had, man. Like words are skinny, like skinny wop and like fit, fit goo wop, but boy. That, when that fat motherfucker that Addict, when, Gucci was Yeah hit. when the boogeyman was outside Boy we got some fucking slaps 
and a lot of other shit. I mean, some of y'all got slapped. I wasn't getting slapped. I was looking at it on World Star though. Goo-wop was, Goo-wop was terrorizing niggas and then going straight to the fucking studio to tell us about it. Hmm. Wasn't no fucking need, need to get to the news. That nigga Goo-wop would say, I, I did it. <laughs> Fuck him, personally. All of these are good. We might have to take some of these in tournament to topics for the episode as opposed to a question. Oh, yeah, I'm keeping. I'm keeping. But, motherfuckers getting kept. Yeah, yeah, no, we, we don't. But, all oh, right, so two of them. You want to talk about something personally for yourself, or you want to talk about something mildly raunchy but still a mature conversation? I figure I can get it end y'all off with some raunchy shit and then okay. keep the heavy shit for our personal. So, does body count matter when determining long term partnership? Mm, I feel like there was like a time in my life when I in my youth where that maybe it would have been a better question. I'm grown now, so like. In my life now, I would like you to be good at fucking. I would like you to kind of know what you like, be open to exploring other things. That doesn't come without you having some type of experience. And motherfuckers say that shit. Like, I mean, I guess you could run down to somebody who had, like, who fucked the whole block and 150 motherfuckers. But if she fucked one dude and, like, dog had that booty hole wide open, it wasn't you. So, like, I don't know, man. I'm not really, like, I don't have any interest in, like, Going out every time we go out to eat somewhere and running across a new date, but people have experiences. So, like, I don't know. Body count is not really a question I have asked in a long fucking time. Like, the talk of somebody's previous experiences, but like the idea of me going, what is the number of niggas you fucked? I have never asked that question. And I won't ever ask that question. So, it doesn't really fucking matter to me. Because if, if you think about it, like, if I'm looking like super macro, like, I don't know, bro. Like, if <laughs> you might not want to fuck the OnlyFans girl, but in my mind today, if the OnlyFans girl, and I'm not even a fan of these OnlyFans bras, but if you could rationalize that, if I'm looking at your OnlyFans and it's a bunch of solo content, and then you turn out to be a good person, I don't know if you should turn that down. Like, if she's a cool motherfucker, and you can really only say that she just is shoving dildos and shit up her ass. I don't know, nigga. That might be cool. You know, maybe y'all turn that into something else. Maybe she stops from y'all together. But, like, other than that, some of these things, I don't, like, I, word, to, word to our fucking brothers that we don't make the rules. I don't want no virgin. So somebody, they didn't have some experiences. Give me the whore. Yeah, bring me the, bring me the whore. Yeah. Shout out to B. Dead ass. Um, it's, it's pretty much the same for me. Like, I, it, I'm almost 40. <laughs> like, I'm almost 40 if, if you've been fucking If you say you've been fucking since You're 20 Since be, since I became 20 And we're 40 years old now And you have 40 bodies That's really only two a year Yeah Out of 365 days You had two different bodies Whoever knows how many times But two different people a year Is really not difficult to do I you can have two six-month relationships in a year, and then you look up, and from your 20 to 40, you have 40 bodies. Oh, my God. Cause your body count is 40? And I need niggas to understand, like, I guess, I understand, like, certain ego parts, and I'm not trying to act like I'm Captain fucking above it all. But you got to ask, I feel like you got to start looking at these questions also, like, in context. In context, because if you go, hey, 
you know, she said she's if she, not to, not to sound like whatever, but if you like, oh, she only fucked these two niggas in the past two years. If she was fucking me, we fucked a lot <laughs> and we did a lot of shit. So do so does it matter that she fucked? Maybe had a couple bullshit experiences, or she ran across a fucking me and was like, I was thinking, and I said, baby, yes. Whatever the fuck she said, I said, fucking, let's try it. While you kind of, while you was up there, kind of going, I don't know. If she left me, we tried it. Right. So, I I care more about kids than I do body count. That's a bar. The body count doesn't really bother me because you can have a situation where I'm getting to know somebody. And we wanted to try to do the sex thing So technically I had sex That's a body shit, But it didn't so really work out after that Or we weren't compatible Or they did some shit to where we just stopped talking Or whatever the case is Technically that counts as a body But that doesn't mean that it's of detriment To my analyzation of you Like why, why How did you get the body count that you have Would be my question Because even if you got a low body count That doesn't mean that you got it in a nice way Yeah you can like, oh, I've only had sex with two people. Okay, you've only had sex with two people, and I'm almost 40. At the family reunion. <laughs> right, right. That could be one of them. But it's like, oh, no, I've, I've been married twice. So the two guys that I had sex oh, with, yeah, you're I got nuts. with them, and I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. No, I'm cool. I'm I'd rather school. take the girl that has Hell the 40, because no. at least she's willing to say, uh, I assessed everything, and I just didn't want to deal with this person anymore, and I moved on to something else. Or... There's a difference between having a high body count because you're fucking a nymphomaniac whore of some sort to a degree, or you have a high body count just because you feel like kind of sort of like me. Sex is a form of communication. So if I'm getting to know somebody and I have the opportunity to communicate with them and learn them in that way, I'm going to do it to see what our compatibility looks like. That's my So how did you get... You know, what's the manner in which you got the number or the body count, whatever that may be, is what I pay more attention to. Not what you did, but why you did it and how you was doing it. That's my little sign off that you can absolutely, positively, 100% start off at the fucking and end up somewhere more than somebody going all these whatever. I'm not trying to tell you what to do with your body, your pussy baby and all that other shit, but you absolutely 100%. I want to whenever the whenever that feeling of I want to fuck him, you should fuck him then, because at that moment like just you explore it. But even yeah. I say explore it multiple times because that first time you do it, y'all probably not going to do it the way you really like to. You both might be nervous or uncomfortable or still learning each other, and it may take a few times before you really understand how to do it in a nice way. But I think also for me, me being somebody that's BDSM kink affirming, somebody that identifies as non-monogamous, polyamorous, whatever, but not the conventional type i would have to be a hypocritical motherfucker to be like so far yes i'm i'm cool with open relationships and all this other stuff but you have how many sex partners oh you you are a blasphemous whore how dare you yes i should want you to go to play parties with me or i should want you to go to swinger parties with me but you're a whore if you're willing to do this stuff that sounds dumb as fuck to me. That, that, that is hypocritical as shit. So just for the stance that I have in my identity slash dating life, it would be foolish for me to care of care about fucking uh, body counts. What, what is your sexual reproductive health status? How many kids do you have? And how did they get here? And what is your, your testing status as far as STDs oh, and shit. things of that nature? That shit's more important than fucking body count. 
That's like saying, how many books have you read? There's a lot of motherfuckers that ain't read a lot of books and their intellect ain't the greatest, but it's a lot of people that have read a lot of books and you can have a great conversation with them. So sometimes more is better. I like when she do the shit and she had to learn how to do the shit. So uh, tell dog, <laughs> thanks for losing, nigga. <laughs> like, starting this over, though. He said whore. Whore. <laughs> Other than that, thanks for listening. Yeah. Check your own body count. You'd be surprised when you look at your own body count. Your granny got a body count. Niggas know your mama. Wise man once said. Still says. Still says. Granny was down there in them juke joints. Rolling that big dress up. These days, your your granny was that freak now. Oh, shit. Some of y'all grannies was that freak now. Knowingly getting recorded. Well, they probably, they fighting that. Fucking documentary to the death. It's okay. It's coming out. Just embrace it. The kids got here somehow, somewhere. So just, it's okay. Your kids don't know it, but we know you got edible undies in the bedroom. Right now, shit, there's so much shit going on. Your kids is finding your butt plugs. Man. And thinking that they like some kind of fidget spinner or something. Hey, shit. yo, you niggas, I'm sorry. Right, we wrapping it up. But I, that, that little meme, that shit that I posted, the niggas was like, uh, you know, like the butt plug. If she take a butt plug out and you'll put it in your mouth. Why y'all fucking with her if you can't do that? Yeah, what the fuck? I'm not fucking. Be missionary and doggy for the rest of y'all your life. Y'all niggas be saying that about the butt stuff. I'm not fucking no dirty booty bitch. I don't have these problems. I don't. If you don't trust, word to the, salute to the guy, Patrice O'Neill. If I don't trust you to clean your asshole, I for sure don't trust you to clean this motherfucker up front. And we are not fucking. And you can tell. But it's okay. I want y'all. I want y'all niggas to to keep it up. Cause you when as soon as a nigga that's fucking gross, I'm like whoever he knows, she on the table for the real nigga. Hey, look here. I don't want to hear none of that bullshit. Cause a lot of you niggas will scrutinize women for their health or smells or cleanliness, and you niggas don't groom. You got dingleberries all in your crack hairs and all that shit. Like, hey, I don't want to hear none of that. Your your hygiene is not the greatest either. What you think she smells when she go down there and give you head and suck on your balls? Let them exist. The real niggas win. Thanks for listening. See y'all next week. Enjoy yourselves. Next week is, is next week the Super Bowl. Oh, it is. We have some shit to talk about. I don't know if we're gonna talk about it on that day. It better be some nice shit to talk about. Uh. <laughs> know that much. I better not be talking about goddamn fades and swag surfing. That shit better be over with. You know what I mean? Right. We'll see. Y'all enjoy yourselves Thank you for coming If it's your first time We appreciate you listening all the way through If it's not your first time Thank you for coming back We appreciate all the love and support Like, share, subscribe Follow Repost Comment Thank you for sending in the questions Everybody keep sending in questions If you want to come talk about some shit in person Hit us up and let us know I'm going to vet you because this is my house and I don't need all you motherfuckers in my house to know who you are. But depending on some of y'all, you might be welcome to come sit down and just have a conversation with us. But reach out. Reach out to the pod page or our individual pages just so you know, you know you can have a conversation with both of us. Ours. Either way, we thank you for your continued support. We appreciate you. We love you. We'll see you next week. As it fades out. Perfect. <laughs>